You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. You guys, yesterday we launched the app. It's out there in the world. It finally happened. Thank you all so much for just showing up, sharing with your friends, purchasing, you know, just trusting me with your time and your energy. I am so grateful that so many of you are so excited about this and I'm so excited about it. So I'm just so grateful. This is going to be one of the best communities. We are going to be adding so much content into the app. Right now, we've got mindset classes, we have recipes, we have coaching calls that you can come get on and get coached, or you can even just watch, which I think is just so powerful. We have meditations and visualizations. I have the daily train, which is like a schedule of how to do mindset work. I'm really coining this as like the gym for your brain. It's everything you're going to need and it's just going to grow. So right now it's 25 bucks. That's the founder price a month. Come get it now while there's not as much content on the app because as it grows, that price will increase, but yours won't. So go hit it up. It's gettingmindfulwithmegan.com. We'd love to have you. Okay, let's jump into the podcast. So first of all, I was going to do a completely different topic. This one is going to be a little more off the cuff. I don't have it quite as planned as the other one but I'm feeling really like passionate about it. And I just like, I got to do this one. So what happened was today I posted on my stories and I was like, ask me anything. And somebody said this, she said, how are you doing all of this? (laughs) She's like, how are you doing all of this? Like you homeschool, you've got kids around and now you have a business. And then she says this, superwoman. You must be superwoman. And I literally laughed out loud because if you could only see, like, I just wanted to share with you all my thoughts. After I saw that, oh my gosh, you guys, I was like, how do I respond to that? I have 7,000 thoughts to share about this topic, about doing a lot of things, I guess, or like doing all of the things. And so we're going to jump right in. We're going to start off with the main and most important thing, and that is number one, that I am not. I am not doing all of the things. I am not doing it all by myself. I have a crap ton of help. And I think it's so important to be authentic about that and be true with you guys and just be honest with you because I'll like my ego would probably love to be like, yeah, look at me. I'm doing all of it. No, I'm not. I'm 100% not. Let me give you a little backstory. So, Colton right now is working from home. So right now I have another body in the house that's taking over a bunch of the jobs and a bunch of the work. We're splitting things like pretty much 50-50 in the home and it's great and I have him. He, I recruited him to be my app COO and CFO. So he does all the operations, all the finances. He's the support person. He deals with like the techie, a lot of the techie stuff on the app. And so like, I have a crap ton of help just with him. Now, add on top of that, I hire a lot of people. (laughs) I hired a social media girl to help me make sure that my reels were getting created and put out and that they were good and everything. I hired a babysitter who comes once a week while I'm coaching my clients and she is awesome. I have hired a branding and marketing company to help me create my website and to create a strong brand and all my logos and designs, which has shortened the time period of like designing things by like a bajillion, such a freaking good investment. I have hired 
coaches to help me with my brain. I have friends who are so supportive and helpful to me. I just have accepted a lot of help. So that's the first thing I feel like we have to talk about is accepting help and asking for help and going out and paying for help even. So many people are like, I can't do it because I don't have time. And that's true. That might be true. Like, I don't, I don't want to give up my time with my kids to do a business. I just don't. I love having my kids with me most of the time. So I don't want to give up that time with them. But in areas where I'm replaceable, I want to. I want somebody else to do that work so that I do have the capacity to do the things that I want to do. So I just feel like if you want to do something, add something to your plate or whatever, just recognizing that like, what can I hire out and how can I accept help when people ask it? Like, can I be humble enough to accept help and to be humble enough to recognize when I need extra help and then being proactive and a problem solver and finding solutions of how I can get that help instead of just having the limiting belief that I can't do this. And that has been huge on my horizon as I grow and my finances work for it. I would love to hire a house cleaner to help me a little bit. And I have a couple other things that are on my horizon of people that I want to hire some marketing help. I definitely want some to eventually get help with marketing. So I get a lot of help. And that is just has to be said first thing first. The second thing I want to tell you is that I do have freakouts, <laughs> that I do get overwhelmed and that I do have anxiety sometimes because I have chosen to have a lot on my load right now. I will not always have a ton on my load, but right now, not just my business and my home, but with other things I've had going on, I've kind of had a lot on my plate. And I'm going to be honest, I have had moments where I freak out, but what makes them different than moments of the past when I freaked out is that I don't let them be that big of a problem. Like I just honor and accept that when I chose to do what I'm doing, that sometimes I might feel a little bit busy or overwhelmed and that it's okay, that it's safe to feel overwhelmed or overstimulated, that it's just an energy running through my body. And so I used to make that a huge problem. I'd be like, I'm stressed. And then I just like crumble to the floor. Now I'm like, oh, look, stress is here. <laughs> Not surprised. I'm launching an app this week. That makes total sense. Okay. So instead of judging the negative emotion and seeing it as a problem, I've just been really practicing, like just hanging out with it when it comes. Now, I've taught this a lot of times on here before, but if you're new, I teach that resistance brings persistence. So the more I judge and resist my negative emotion, the worse it gets. The more I just accept it and let it hang out with me and not see it as this big overwhelming problem, the, the more it can dissipate. So that's what I've experienced is that it doesn't last nearly as long because I don't see it as a problem the way I used to. I recognize and I believe that regardless of what I am doing in my life, I have noticed that I freak out and get anxious and overwhelmed, whether I have X amount of things or X amount of things. Like if I have no business, but still homeschooling, doing kids, I still freak out and have panic and I still get anxious. So I can add the thing that I really desire to do, which is have a business and help support people in their mindfulness journey. And I might sometimes have panic and freak out a little bit. And that's okay because it was going to happen either way, whether I was doing it or not. 
And that's what I have to remind myself. And I know that's true because I've had times when I've had businesses and I've had times when I don't. And the reality is, is both have different problems and there's both different negative emotions that arise because of it. And so just being willing to feel that discomfort and feel that negative emotion in my body has been huge. Next. I will tell you that I'm not perfect at this and I want that to be made very clear. But I will say that I have gotten much, much, much better at managing my mind and being the boss of my brain and my body and practicing true mindfulness. One way I like to think of mindfulness is that there's a stimulus and then we know it creates a response, but there's space in between stimulus and response. That space I like to call free will. It's also what mindfulness is. It's the pause. It's like, what are we going to do? When you slow everything down and we get still, it gives us an opportunity to choose what we're going to do. So I've been really, really trying to hone that practice in and really practice what I preach before I freak out, slow everything down and choose on purpose what I'm going to believe and what I'm going to think and what I am going to feel in my body. So let me give you an example of what this might look like. This actually happened today. My kids started to get really whiny and needy and everyone was crying and needing attention and just all the kids were fighting. and There was just a moment of drama in the house. And I needed to go to the store because I needed to make the kids lunch and I didn't have any lunch stuff. I was noticing around me that there was messes all over because I launched my app yesterday and I did not take care of my house yesterday. And there was laundry that needed to get put away. And I was thinking, I got to get this podcast made and I need to respond to some people that have messaged me and emailed me. And so my brain started to get frazzled, right? Stimulus. All these things around me were stimulating me. Also, I just felt stimulated by my phone because it was like buzzing. And so I had all this stimulus. And then there was the reaction and it, and it started. I'm not going to lie. Like I started to react, right? I was like, oh, I went and got cold. I'm like, I'm going to freak out. That's what I said. I was like, I'm starting to feel that feeling. And then I, I stopped and I slowed everything down. And I was like, wait, practice the pause. <laughs> what do I need to think right now in order to get me the results that I want, which is jobs accomplished, me feeling present and connected to God and to myself, and me to be calm, and my children to also mirror me and be calm. <laughs> so I, I stopped and I thought, what do I need to do? And instead of focusing on the problem, oh, this is so bad, I shifted my brain into solutions. I shifted into solutions. I thought to myself, I'm going to go to the store. James, come with me. You need one-on-one -on -one time, I can tell. Naya, go have your quiet time like you wanted and James was getting in the way of. Colton, will you help with Indy? Take her to bed. When I come home, I'm going to organize some stuff. I'm going to get laundry going. And then we're going to have a movie night tonight and I'm going to record a podcast. And here I am, you guys, completely calm, feeling good. Because in that moment, instead of spiraling in a thought-feeling loop, I stopped and I reversed the pattern. So I want you to think of like a slinky or something like a spiral downwards. 
what happens is when we feel stimulated, let's say we feel a little overwhelmed, right? Our brain goes to work to find a thought that reaffirms that feeling. So you feel overwhelmed and your brain's like, yeah, see, look at all this stuff to do. And then you think that thought and then that thought reaffirms the feeling of overwhelm, but it makes it even bigger and it gets the emotion bigger. And so you can imagine it going down the spiral and then that feeling of bigger overwhelm creates a new thought for you, right? It's like, oh, let's find another thought that reaffirms this. Oh my gosh, everybody won't stop touching me. I feel crazy. I'm so overwhelmed. And then we feel even more overwhelmed and more panicky and more stressed. And so what mindfulness is, and this is why I created the app is because what I teach you guys is how to stop that and take yourself up the spiral back the direction you want to go. Stopping the problem and moving into finding a solution in the moment. And so that's what I've been doing when I feel overwhelmed. I really, really try to do that because I recognize that I have a pattern and it's a default in my brain. When things get a little hectic, I just go into like, too much, I'm dying. And then I reaffirm it and reaffirm it and reaffirm it. So I've been having to practice that pause. Now, what happens is, is when I do practice the pause and I move more into a solution based and I start moving up the scale, up that spiral, it helps me to get present. So I believe that when we are present, we experience time differently. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but you know, when you've been like in the flow, like you've been in a creative flow or like, have you ever like put your headphones in and started cleaning your house? And like, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, where, what happened? I'm all done. <laughs> like, I can't even believe that it happened so fast and so easy. Well, you were probably deeply present if you were in that energy, in that zone. And so what we can do when we practice that pause is we can get back into that present And then we have more time to create the things that we want because we aren't spinning in overthinking and analyzing and problems and drama. So I just think in my past, I spent a lot of time in drama. And honestly, I still spend too much time in drama, if you ask me, in mind drama. But it's a lot less than it used to. I'm able to shift out of those negative emotions much quicker than I used to be able to. I'm able to see what's going on and make changes quickly. And so I'm able to do more than I ever have been in the past because I'm able to manage my mind and be firm and strong and steadfast in those beliefs and in those things that are going to serve me to get to the place I'm trying to go. Where before I, I felt like I had no grounding and no power over my emotions. Like I just had to be swept wherever the day would take me. Now I'm really, really beginning to learn like of agency and the gift of choice. And that no matter the circumstances, no matter who's crying, no matter what's going on in my house, that I can be present and I can be at ease and at peace because I have personal power and I have that personal agency that grants me the ability to choose. So that's that's why I'm so passionate about all of this is because honestly, this has been my story of why I've had to learn all of this is because I love entrepreneurship and I love being a mom and I want both. And doing both has been uncomfortable for me in the past. I've quit multiple businesses because of this feeling of having to do it all. And 
when I learned, like, don't judge yourself. Just get present. Slow everything down. Be willing to see solutions. Stop being victim to your circumstance. Those huge mindset shifts for me have changed everything and made me so much more capable to do the things that I want to do and also to serve the way I want to serve, which I feel like is so important. I truly think one huge aspect that is serving me so much right now is I have a belief. And this is it. You can take it or leave it, but it has served me so much. I have the belief that whenever I feel reactive to anything or anyone outside of me, when I feel reactive in any way, that there is something within me that needs to be forgiven. So, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. The other day, one of my children saw me start to make dinner and started screaming and not screaming. They just were having a meltdown because they didn't want what I was making. And I was triggered by that. (laughs) It bothered me and I felt very reactive and I acted in a very reactive way. I did not act in my best and highest self. And I went to my room and I locked the door and I sat for a second and I said, well, this is about me. This isn't about the five-year-old that doesn't want their food. This is about me. What needs to be forgiven within me? And so I thought about it for a second and I realized that I am just like him in so many ways. I've been given so much, but I sometimes just want more, 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 more. It's almost like it's never enough for me sometimes. So I recognized myself in him. And so when he acted that way, it triggered me because it showed me something in me that I didn't love. I wouldn't be able to perceive that in him if I had never perceived it within myself first. So I looked at it and I'm like, oh yeah, so I'm just like him actually. I I judge myself for the same thing that I'm judging him for. And instead of continue to judge myself, I decided to let it go. I decided to say like, hey, you know what, past Megan, it's okay. You're a human. It's okay. Oh, you don't want to be that person anymore where you like feel like it's never enough? Okay, you don't have to. And I told myself like, you just get to be grateful now. You don't have to hide behind the shame and the judgment of yourself and then be triggered by your five-year-old. <laughs> you can just let that go. And so I let it go and I really forgave myself for being like that exact same way. And I recognized myself in him and I forgave him very quickly because I'm like, I'm you and I'm sorry and I understand. And it's really hard sometimes when you want something else and you don't understand why you're not getting what you want. And I get it. And it was so beautiful. And I've been practicing this like crazy. And I feel like it's really changing my life because it's teaching me just to let go of judgment. When you judge yourself, you create so much tension, so much mind drama, so much struggle. And so little things even like when I don't get something out on time, like you guys, I was supposed to launch this app in May. I didn't get it out in time. I'm doing a lot. Instead of judging myself, I was like, it's okay. I get it. You got asked to do a lot of other things at the same time and you chose to do them. So of course, something's going to have to give sometimes. And you know what? It's okay that it was your business. Actually, I think that might be really great priorities. Like it's okay. And not judging 
so much of what I do and making my worth dependent on what I do. And instead, just knowing my worth and letting me be exactly where I'm at without judgment has been so good and so powerful. And I want to keep doing it more. I love that I'm talking about this on a podcast because I I love teaching things because it really solidifies concepts in my brain. So I want you to think about you. Like, do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel sometimes like you have too much going on? Like you're overstimulated, like anxious because there's so much. Okay, that's okay. Welcome to being a human. That's how it is sometimes and it's okay. Is there something you want to set down for a time? Oh, there's not? You don't want to put any of your stuff you're doing right now down? Okay, then let's figure out how to find solutions so that we can keep it all. Keep whatever you want. And if there is something you want to set down, you better set it down and not feel one bit bad about it because it's okay. Your worth is not dependent on what you do. Finding solutions instead of focusing on problems is where it's at. Finding gratitude for yourself and for all that you're doing is where it's at. Not judging yourself and getting really present is where it's freaking at. Operating from being instead of doing. Instead of, oh, I have to do all these things. I am just a person who owns an app and freaking kills it at it. That's who I am. The actions will follow. And it might not even look like what I think. I thought it was going to be May, but it's July and it's working out perfectly. Everything is working great. All of these thoughts, though, require a lot of trust and faith and believing that I can do it, you can do it, we can do it. And whatever you want to accomplish, like you can, but just don't make your worth dependent on it because that's going to put such a damper on the whole thing and it makes it no fun and it makes it so much drama and so much judgment and so much stress. You're amazing whether you do a bunch of stuff or not. You get to decide what you want your life to look like. My life right now, the vision that I have for it is me homeschooling because I love it. (laughs) Love putting together like little homeschool things. I know some of you are like, you're crazy. I love it though. And that's where I want my life to look like. And I'm going to hold the vision until it it comes into perfect fruition for me. And I'm going to hold the vision of me having an app and a community on there that is set up in an organized systematic way where I'm the best, like the best parts of me are being able to be utilized for that. But then I'm not having to do all the other stuff, you know? So let's let's get smart about it. And yeah. So if there's something you want to do, you guys, you can do it. You just got to hold the vision, recognize that there's gonna be a lot of negative emotion along the way towards your vision. And that that's okay. We can do negative emotion. We do it whether we want to or not. So Like you feel overwhelmed either way. So let's just get okay with some negative emotion, you know? Okay. You guys, I love you. Thank you for letting me chit chat with you all day. Come get on the app. I want you there. All right. We'll talk to you next time.